The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. This is Denise Salcedo with Tommy Dreamer, and this is the Saturday edition of the Busted Open Podcast. On today's show, we'll discuss Triple H's latest announcement of this year's WWE Draft. What can we expect from the draft? What NXT talent could be coming up to the main roster? And which factions or tag teams could be splitting up? Plus, Dominic Mysterio got serious heat on SmackDown. What's his future looking like for the WWE? You won't want to miss this. Well, there we have it. The announcement from Triple H last night on Friday Night SmackDown was the return of the WWE draft, which is going to be taking place in a couple of weeks. We were not yet provided uh, when or what date just yet, but Triple H did say that it would be in a couple of weeks. And he also mentioned that every WWE superstar would be eligible in this draft and also went ahead and said that this year's uh, WWE WWE draft was truly going to be changing the game. Uh, Tommy, let's talk really quickly about, you know, what we kind of want to see from the WWE draft, because again, the last one was October 2021. And we've, uh, you know, last um, at the last draft, we did get to see these NXT call-ups as well. So for you, what are some of the things that you're kind of hoping that you do see in this draft? What would technically, you know, Triple H really, really promoted it as like changing the game so really making it feel like a big deal what do you think would really make this draft feel massive what do you want to see um my ideal if i have raw and smackdown but i also have nxt and we saw what stand and deliver did i would like to have nxt be part of that draft as well as because you know people are going to get called up. But there's also a lot of people, I mean, think about it. two nights of WrestleMania. There's also a lot of wrestlers that weren't really in the mix for WrestleMania. And I think WWE has done a great job of keeping people relevant when they're not on television or involved in storylines. But if NXT gets treated with that same respect that it deserves, and you can have some, you know, hey, we're, we're instead of just calling up from within, some like look what Dolph Ziggler business did for uh NXT or when Natalia went to NXT. Um, 
even Apollo Crews, think of what he did. If you could do something with like that for what wrestling or what that brand could also be, it was kind of like what WWE ECW should have been. Here are our new stars, but here are some stars that we're not currently doing something with, like a William Regal, a Christian, a Matt Hardy, and it helped elevate their career, even Mark Henry. It helped build them up and keep them stars and relevant and help the next generation of talent get over. So I would love to see that in my perfect world. And that's the thing that I like what you kind of went through right now, because I do agree with that. And I think for me, like one of the things that I would like to see is more of a balanced roster, because I felt like the last time they, they did, they did the draft. I felt like it was very clear that one roster was stronger than the other. And that was one of the things that I feel we definitely need to balance out, like not just for the men, but also for the women, because raw for the longest time has felt like they have more of the stars versus like on the SmackDown side, like you really had, you know, uh, Drew McIntyre, Roman reigns and then everybody else was kind of just you know there and I do think like I would like to see more of a balance with all of that and I'm excited too for some people that you know I would like to see be called up on and like from the NXT side we did have some call-ups on the last one I know I believe it was Hit Row was one of them Austin Theory I think was another one of them in the last um, WWE draft so I am uh, I do have some names in mind that I want to um, throw out there as to who I think should be called up from NXT. Right off the bat, I'll give you some names of, you know, who I would like to see get called up. Um, from the women's side, I'm curious about Roxanne Perez. Tag team side, I'm going to say Creed Brothers. Um, for the men's, um, I, you know, this person was already reported that they were going to eventually be on the main roster. It was just a matter of waiting for creative, but I really hope we finally get to see this person, and that is Cameron Grimes. Uh, is there anybody or any of these names that you agree with or disagree with in terms of, uh, you know, wanting to see in that NXT, uh, you know, the NXT portion of the, of the WWE draft? Mm, Cameron Grimes forgot about my good old Cameron Grimes, man. What the hell happened to Cameron Grimes? Uh, I'd actually rather still see him come back to NXT, um, where he would shine. Um, I don't want him to get lost in the mix. Uh, you have to understand, uh, this draft could be a much different draft because of different eyes on the product. Um, I understand that triple H is head of creative, but, his boss is Vince McMahon and Triple H sees stuff in some people that I would say Vince McMahon does not. So you have to, it's going to be an interesting draft. Um, I agree with all of the talents. Um, I would also, I think she is ready, but well, I know she's ready. I also want to see her do stay in NXT a little longer with Roxanne Perez. Um, I don't look at um, getting called up as like this big promotion in the sense of, yes, you'll have more eyes on you, but you need to be, and she is, but you just, in my opinion, you're a big star already there. She needs to main event a few takeovers. She needs to be a part of that mix. So it's because she's so beloved. Again, another person I don't want to get lost in the mix uh, on the main roster. I think Ron Breaker um, is, a, is a great person, even though he's just two years in the wrestling business, but he has been the top act there. Um, 
On the other hand, I could also see Carmelo Hayes getting called up. Um, I like his act, and I could see that doing well there on the main roster, but then he just won the title. I don't want to see NXT hurt. Um, so I think the Creed brothers are are great to get a call up with somebody, like maybe with um, uh, a Chad Gable helping them out or you know, something like that, this this new faction. Kurt Angle did great with, you know, when he had Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin, another person I would love to go see to NXT because he's they literally do nothing with him. He looks good. He's a great wrestler. He could talk. Um, and he could definitely benefit by going there and being a top guy there. So it, it's an interesting thing to happen. As we all know, within the WWE, anything can happen. So, uh, and there's also like, if, if you do, I don't know if, if they could say it like, Hey, this star, if you draft fantasy, uh, I don't know if you play fantasy, anything, football or baseball, you have something called a keeper. No matter what happens to this player, you cannot get rid of him. You can't trade him. If he gets hurt, he has to stay on your team. Some leagues they have where you have to keep three keepers where if they said, and it's it's a different route to go. No matter what, you are not going to see this person on SmackDown. You're only going to see that this person is a keeper league raw exclusive, or this person is a keeper league SmackDown exclusive. So then I know I can only see this person if I tune into that. That could help if you wanted to go that route because, hey, but you, they better be big stars. These need to be your top echelon talent that you know aren't going to be able to cross over. Or, you know, I was also thinking in in wrestling terms, like if I was running the WWE to do kind of like a March Madness in the sense of I'm going to see this cross promotion of all these for one month leading up to what it used to when they used to have bragging rights. It's going to just be this. Every week, we're going to just throw everything at you because it is March Madness. Not, you know, you obviously can't say it's March Madness, but something like that, just as a special build to a special, again, when it was pay-per-views, but now it's not. So you could see that crossover. There's different ways to go about it. It's how creatively you want it to be and how much you want to uh, really go into it. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. <laughs> Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu.
Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. And Tommy, holy cow, we were just kind of re-listening to this massive heat that Dominic Mysterio was getting on last night's edition of Friday Night Smackdown in Portland, Oregon. Now, oh my God, you know, when we talk about WrestleMania being in Los Angeles and the amount of heat that Dominic Mysterio got then, believe it or not, Portland, Oregon completely, I would say, kind of outdid that because I could not believe how much heat Dominic Mysterio got last night. So um, just to run things down, we had a promo from the Judgment Day. We had Rhea Ripley basically going out there and telling everybody, you know, to bow down to Mommy, the new SmackDown Women's Champion. We had uh, Damian Priest go out there and talk about how, you know, Bad Bunny was, uh, you know, basically casted aside now because Dominic Mysterio is his brother. And And Dominic, I can't even tell you what he first started saying because of everything with the heat that he was getting. But basically, he went out there and he said, like, how can uh, people cheer for my father when he went out there and he beat his son in front of millions and, you know, hitting his lines about his deadbeat father. But uh, Tommy, your thoughts here on the immense amount of heat that Dominic was getting last night. When you talk about something done right, uh, it's Dominic Mysterio. How he, I mean, we've watched this, you know, person grow up on television um, from a little boy with his storyline, with his father, with uh, Eddie Guerrero and uh, Ray. Then he, you know, debuts, he's tagging with his father. He becomes the first ever father son tag team uh, champions ever in the history of the WWE. Um, then the heel turn. The whole thing with Ray refusing to fight him. And then, of course, and I called it right here um, with uh, Angie, his wife. I knew the mom would get involved. But everything they've done has been amazing. Yes, people fight within families. Yes, kids fight with their parents. Yes, siblings fight with each other. Yes, some parents don't talk to their children because of a fight due to stubbornness, whatever. Um. There's Latino heat and now there's Mysterio heat. And Dominic has learned that in this industry. I've watched him have uh, poise on the microphone way beyond his years. But again, he used to sit ringside and watch. I mean, he, like I said, he grew up in the WWE. The heat he had last night, it's funny. There's a lot of people on social media when I compare like, hey, Christian's one of the hottest heels in the industry. Um, And they're like, well, what about Dom? Last night, Dom tied Christian for biggest heat in the industry. Christian hasn't been on television for a little bit, though I loved his little 15-second vignette. And when Christian knows how to get heat at all times, it's a hard thing to do. Uh, Edge knows how to get heat, but Edge is a baby face. Um, Dominic, next level, next level heel. And it's going to be even bigger in Puerto Rico with Bad Bunny because... Bad Bunny is a megastar. We're, you know, before we were talking off air about Taylor Swift and selling out stadiums. So is Bad Bunny. And we're doing it in his hometown. That guy's a god 
The only thing you need a little bit more is to have Carlos Colon as the referee and you'll have everything amazing Puerto Rico. Um, that is going to be a big, big show. Everything about Rey Mysterio, uh, Hall of Famer, um, because he is and always has been different and the business that they've done. And that's when I say when everything is done right, even his entrance at WrestleMania, man, did that, wasn't it? It was so cool as well as it was like when he had the mask on, I was like, wow, he looked just like his dad with the mask on. Then once he takes it off, I'm like, oh, you got me. And the whole prison dom and the whole mommy with Rhea, it's really, really working. If the draft happens and they split that up, that's going to be a major blow because you're, you're, you're hurting your own business because this is a, now a money group. And Dominic is a money player. And I'm telling you, Dominic, if he continues on this path, will be the face of the WWE. He will be a top, top potential world champion because he is also so young and he's a homegrown talent within the WWE. He didn't even go through the WWE system, but because he lived it, it's literally, I mean, he was born in this system and, you know, the, the stuff he's doing. Like his father, I will say, is like the Teflon Don, where nothing hurts him, wins or losses. He did need to win at WrestleMania because he needed to whoop his son's ass. And look at what happened. Dom lost, and he's got more heat than ever. And that's when people, when they tell me about wins and losses, I'm like, you're a fool. To, because that guy lost, and look at that reaction. Or that guy lost, and he's now a bigger babyface. Hence Cody Rhodes. Hence why I still... Yell at LaGreca for that. Cody will be a bigger baby face coming out of this. And everyone's like, oh, no, you had, you, had, you had captured lightning in a bottle. Great. WWE, when they do things great, they do it great. And that's why they were just sold for $9.1 billion because they do a lot of great. Yes, they do wrong, but they also do a lot of great. And here's my thing, like when it comes to Dominic Mysterio is I did like a full 180 on Dominic because where I was at before when he came into WWE, I was like, okay, let's see what he does. You know, let's see what he's all about. Right. And then I was never a fan of his in-ring work. And that was always something that kind of kept me from, you know, wanting to be a Dominic Mysterio fan. Uh, in the beginning, when the feud started with him and his dad, I definitely was like, you know what? I think he could do this better. This isn't really hitting for me. So where I was at on Dominic when this whole thing first started, I wasn't a fan. Honest to God, I was not a fan. And then when they did the prison Dom stuff, when, you know, he comes out there and he's got the, you know, the fake teardrop on his face and he's got the bandana and he's out there, you know, talking about how he's done hard times in prison. That was really the turn for me. That was really when I started to see things differently. And the reason for that is that I kind of felt like WWE was bringing in the audience in on the joke of like, yeah, this kid obviously is, you know, acting like he did these hard times in prison. And that to me is the comedy aspect of it. And what's crazy about this is that, you know, obviously I'm posting, um, you know, I did a couple of interviews with <clears throat> with Dominic and I'm posting the clips and whatnot on social media, on Instagram and YouTube. And let me tell you the comments that these videos were getting. There are people that legitimately 
do not like Dominic Mysterio. I'm not just talking like, oh, let's play along and, you know, let's go with it. Let's boo the guy. No, there are people that legitimately do not like Dominic Mysterio and they don't even find him funny or anything like that. And I see it in the comment section. So it's crazy because I think you have this mixture of people who legitimately don't like him. People that also are like, okay, you know what? This is working. Um, This prison dom hating your dad stuff, calling him a dad be disrespecting your father's legacy so you're getting this like mixture of it all and I went from not caring whatsoever about Dominic Mysterio on the show to actually caring about what he has to do and what story he's involved in. WrestleMania, that match with Rey Mysterio was legitimately one of my favorite moments of the night because I thought that they did so much right. They played to the right audience there and the entrances were phenomenal. We're not, you know, you, you mentioned, um, Dominic's entrance with the you know the cops and him coming out of prison and this and that it was a really cool visual it was really cool when he came out with the mask that looked really awesome but even a Rey Mysterio's yes. entrance where he had Snoop Dogg you had Eddie Guerrero's theme song all of that they played into it well the moment in the match where Rey Mysterio is spanking Dominic Mysterio with the with the bouts that's something that could have came across so silly so terrible so like oh my god this is embarrassing to watch to the point where instead it came across as like hell yeah we're finally seeing Rey Mysterio beat his son which is exactly what we wanted that reaction that Rey Mysterio got previously to uh, prior to Wrestlemania on Smackdown when he finally punched Dominic that was a sign already of things really going very well here but again that moment afterwards when you're seeing you know um uh you know you're seeing the LWO afterwards with Rey Mysterio celebrating at Wrestlemania I remember just like recording the entire audience at SoFi because everybody was having a great time. And really, though, I did think that was going to be the peak of this. I was not expecting the reaction from last night and specifically to Dominic Mysterio. And so I don't know, like, I'm still not there yet on, you know, is I know somebody like I'm still not there yet on like Dom being, you know, the champion or him defeating Roman Reigns or anything like that. But I am going to say that I feel that I feel I have egg on my face in regards to how I saw Dominic Mysterio and this entire thing when it first began to where it is now. I feel like I have to say, you know what? I was wrong. And what they did here with Dominic Mysterio actually worked. And you cannot deny that based on the reactions that we're getting, even just the one from last night. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen. And... Sirius XM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.